TNT Talk College Sports. All right. Good morning. We are procrastinating at, I guess, procrastination at its finest. Welcome to BNT Talk College Sports. I'm your host, Tyler. I'm here with my other host, Ben. What's up, B? Not much. Just woke up two minutes ago. <laughs> just woke up. Just, what's, what's we just rolled out of bed, so we had yeah. to we had to get our picks in. We'll do more of an analysis of both week one college football. Um, I'd rather not because I was pretty much wrong in every aspect that I could, whether it's Colorado, whether it's Florida State, whether it's Clemson. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk more maybe um, when we're not procrastinating our, our actual picks. And we said we do NFL. We'll do some kind of NFL preview yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> this, is strictly, this is strictly just picks yeah. for this next week and – Lions are winning the Super Bowl anyway, so we're chilling. Ben's on cloud nine, yeah. um, which I don't blame him, except when Mike Tirico said there's an asterisk. There's an asterisk. That was so well, funny. Mike Tirico can suck. We are a anti <laughs> Mike Tirico podcast here. So, all right, we're getting our week two picks. Um, I think I believe we were both two and three. Yeah. Um. This this past week, um. So, I believe I had the first pick last week. I think so. So Ben, why don't you take it away? Okay, I gotta do it. Nebraska plus two and a half. Mm. Nebraska's gonna beat Colorado, um, here in uh, an hour and fifteen minutes when it kicks off. <laughs> I like I like Nebraska in this one. Um, it's nothing in particular about, uh, you know, I'm not like a Colorado hater by any means. I think Colorado's got a very, a much more talented team than we gave them credit for going into the season that most people gave them credit for. Um, but I do think that this is sort of a letdown spot that Nebraska's got a solid team, um, that they're well coached as well. And uh, especially, I just think that since everything is going Colorado's direction, um, that's a great reason to to think that Nebraska could play spoiler. Yeah, I I really like that pick as well. All the even though I am a Colorado hater, I objectively I do like taking Nebraska uh, with the spread in that one. That was. Nebraska against Minnesota, that was the biggest choke job. I, one of the biggest I've seen. I, it was yeah. like hilariously bad how they choked that. So, um, but I, I do think they come back and they, uh, and they actually compete. So, uh, good pick. I will move on to my next one. Uh, Wisconsin plays Washington State. Wisconsin minus five. I'm taking that. Uh, Wisconsin, I like. Um, they looked pretty good last week against Buffalo. Um, and I like that they have a quarterback in Mordecai. I uh, think uh, it's in Pullman, but Wisconsin wants 
to beat them because they lost last year and they really oh I guess they deserved to lose last year mm-hmm. but I think they're a much better team they want to go in and, and prove that um, they're a legit Big Ten champion contender championship contender um, and in order to do that you gotta beat the Washington States because Washington States are similar to the Iowa's to the Illinois to the Nebraska's even so mm-hmm. um, different if, style but probably same skill level yeah yeah you know? same level yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. different agreed, style agreed, agreed. but if Wisconsin wants to prove that um, they can run the Big Ten West they're going to have to be definitively better yeah they, they need to be Washington State Cam, Cam Ward can um, can make things interesting in this game I think but for sure but yeah, yeah but no I, I, I agree with your pick but you know, just giving Cam Ward a shout out that it could be an interesting game. For sure, I, um, I, I just really like this Wisconsin team. Uh-huh. Um, so taking Wisconsin minus five over Wazoo. That's my first pick. Cool. Well, second pick, I will transition to another one that I really like. Um, I like Baylor plus seven against Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Waco. Uh, Baylor's coming off of an embarrassing loss against Texas State. Utah's coming off a big win against Florida. That's another reason to really like Baylor in this spot. Um, The one reservation I do have is what if Baylor's legitimately just really bad? Um, (laughs) But I'm not really thinking about that right now. Um, I really like this spot for Baylor. I think they come out. I think they win. Um, Utah's missing potentially their top two running backs today along with um, probably Cam Rising and probably Brant Keithy. We'll see. But right in this spot, especially the fact that it's in Waco coming off a bad loss, I still think Dave Aranda's a good coach. Um, and I think uh, Dave Aranda finds a way to upset Utah at home. Man, I do like that pick. Because I, I, I'm pro-Baylor always. And I'm anti-Utah. But... Man, Baylor just looked so bad against Texas State. Uh, it was exactly. So I, I want, I want to like, I see where you're coming from because I see it with like Nebraska and Colorado, and it's a similar idea. But I see this with everything. But, <laughs> but Nebraska choked to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think Minnesota beats Texas State kind of deal, you know? Like, Texas State, like, maybe they're just, like, good. Maybe they're just, like, a Tulane, like, a JMU. Maybe they're just a really good, a Liberty, even, Coastal Carolina. Maybe they're just really good. I don't think so. But I don't think they are. <laughs> I think Baylor just might be really bad. But week one's for overreacting, and so I like that you're not overreacting. I'm actually massively overreacting, like, the wrong way. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly – that's my strategy. Exactly. Um, so, my next pick is going to be college game day, Texas at Alabama. Let's go. It's Alabama minus seven. I want to take Alabama here. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Texas won, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think Alabama covers. Um, I think they win by ten. Or like 14, I think. Or even 8. I, I could see it being a one-score game. Mm-hmm. But I 
I can't see this game as competitive and there's like a crucial turnover or something like that mm-hmm. down the stretch and Alabama seals the deal with a late score and uh, which not only seals their win but completes the cover for me mm-hmm. and they beat the spread. Um, different story, I think, if it's in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. but it's in Tuscaloosa and that's a tough that's a tough uh, environment for for anyone. Yeah. Um, but we'll really see how good Milrow is. Um, and honestly, we know Quinn Ewers is good. Let's see if he can keep that up because yeah. he got he got the hype mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Got injured, so let's see if he's back to his normal self or if it's. Maybe injury changed him. Maybe he's better. Who knows? But yeah. I think a lot of people want to sleep on Alabama because of, of their quarterback situation, which is very valid. But I'm just going to ride uh, the fact that it's in Tuscaloosa, Alabama minus seven. I'm sleeping so hard on Alabama's quarterback situation right now. I love Texas in this game. I think this is the coming out party for Texas. This is the official Texas is back game. We're going to say Texas is back unironically today. Um, That's what I think happens. I think this is a really good game, but I just don't trust Jalen Milrow. I don't trust whoever is coming in behind him if they decide that he's not doing well enough in either Ty Simpson or Tyler Buckner. Um, I love Quinn Ewers. I love this Texas team. Texas actually has guys up front on the offensive line and defensive line that can hang with Alabama. I'm also sort of like, I'm feeling very eh, about Alabama, especially after watching like, like the fact that they weren't good last year and that they had like Bryce Young and watching Jameer Gibbs on Thursday night, like dude's an electric athlete. And I'm like, they just like, they offensively, they just didn't like really do much. Um, so like, I don't know what's going on there. Um, could Alabama come out and just crush Texas? And then I look like a complete idiot for doubting Alabama and thinking they're um, they've dropped off a little. Absolutely, I, that could definitely happen. But I got to go Texas here. This is what I've been saying all off season, right? I said this like a few months ago that Texas win this game, so I got to stick with it. That's fair. Oh, I guess I should pick. Yeah, um, you should. You should. You should pick. Um, man, now I want Alabama to win so bad. I'll, I'll, I never thought I'd say that, but uh, but also because we're BYU fans, Big Twelve. You know, I, I'm happy to see the Big 12 do well. Um, no, but, they're not really the Big 12. But they're, Screw them. Yeah, they're... <laughs> For that reason. <laughs> but yeah, I get what you mean. And just the SEC has been... The ACC's been pounding the SEC, and, so it'd be funny if I... And, and, and our the boy... And our boy Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. BYU. BYU guy. Okay. Yeah. I'm with it. All right, next pick... Uh, Texas Tech plus six against Oregon. I knew you were going to pick that, and let me guess, for the exact same reasons. Yeah, literally. <laughs> they're going to win, um, especially the fact that I think they're a better team than they showed last Saturday. I think Oregon crushed Portland State, like 81 nothing. Um, I think that this is a game that I, I don't think there's anything wrong with Oregon, but I really like Joey McGuire, this coaching staff, and uh Tyler's show, and just like I just think that they've got a, a good bounce back opportunity here. 
this is the game that they've been looking forward to the entire season. I think that might have even been the reason, part of the reason why they lost last Saturday, was looking forward to this game. So I think they make that count and, and win a close game against Oregon here. And honestly, I think Wyoming's better than than people think. Oh, they're not bad. I, I think they're going to win like nine, ten games this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't think Texas Tech would be one of them. Um, Same. I, I think they're similar to like a Boise State this yeah. year. Um, like a good Mountain West team. Um, so, unlike Texas State, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I think those Wyoming team is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I man, dude, it's in Lubbock. It's in Lubbock, oh, which yeah. helps. That's what I love about it. Which helps a lot. But, I, I do like Bo Nix. I, I think the Pac-12 is legit this year. Oh, and, I, and I hate to say that. Because I hate the Pac-12, but they're legit. I think they could be legit. Oregon could be a really good team, and they lose by three in just a crazy environment where Texas Tech just gets up for this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's possible. That's what I think, honestly. I think it's more about Texas Tech bouncing back and having this fun home atmosphere and bounce-back opportunity than it is about, like, Oregon not being that great. Yeah. That's just me. Okay, okay. You know, I, I can rock with that. And I just think sure. these are fun. I've just sort of like convinced myself that these are, that this is it. And I love <laughs> it, you know? Dude, that, I, I like the way you think. Um, I was thinking about picking that one, but I was like, no, I'm not going to because I don't know where to go. And I already know Ben's going to pick that game. And then you <laughs> yeah, did. So right. it's funny. Um, I'm going to go top 25 matchup. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss against Tulane. Ole Miss is favored by eight. I'm going to take Tulane on the spread here. You are addicted to Tulane. I inj- <laughs> inject Tulane into my veins, dude. Just any G5. Like, the best G5. And Tyler's just like, I can't get enough of this. <laughs> dude, how can you not? I know. I look, agree. I agree. Look. I, look I'll look. i blame you. I'm taking Tulane on the spread, but I don't think they win. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. I think Ole Miss is good. I feel like last year... Um, our boy Jackson Dart was good enough. He was so good last week. But, like, yeah, it was – he – you could tell that he was, like, still getting, like, used to everything. Um, although, you know, it was against Mercer, but similar to Oregon and Portland State. I mean, they won by, like, 60, 70 points. Uh, but this Tulane team, I think this is – this is definitely the biggest game they'll have all year, apart from if they do very well and go to a bowl game, like a New Year's, New Year's Six like they did last year. This is definitely the biggest game of their season. Um, and I feel like they have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to lose. If Ole Miss crushes Tulane, it's expected I guess, to some extent, right? Yeah. Um, so I feel like Tulane can play more relaxed. They can play uh, with high energy, even though contrary to what I just said, they can play relaxed. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I totally. They can bring they can bring the energy, but yeah. there's no expectations. Yeah. So in that sense, they're relaxed. Ole Miss has a lot to lose, which 
I think is unfair because I think Tulane's Tulane's good. Because Tulane's good, but that's just what happens when you're top twenty-five team in the SEC. Mm -hmm. You're you're expected to win. Um, So I think, but I think it's one of those games where it's a backdoor cover. I think. Uh-huh. I think Ole Miss controls this game pretty well, mm-hmm. and but Tulane kind of just hangs around just enough to keep it within a couple scores. Tulane scores with a, mi- a minute to th- or thirty seconds yeah, yeah, left, yeah. onside kick. Yeah, um, Ole Miss recovers, game over. That's yeah. kind of how I'm seeing this game. So I'm taking Tulane on the spread, but I take Ole Miss money line. Cool. I agree with all aspects of that. I like Ole Miss to win the game, but I like Tulane to cover the spread. I think that Tulane's a really – like, I would have liked Tulane to actually win this game uh, if it weren't for the fact that I'm feeling very confident that Jackson Dart is, like, a potential first, second-round pick after this season. I think he's really good. I think this is his breakout year uh, where he put all things together. And whoever wins this game and loses this game, the true loser – is Spencer Sanders for transferring to a place in his last season of eligibility where he's not playing. So that's a big L for him. But uh, anyway, um, I'm going to go to the ACC uh, just because uh, I have Virginia plus six and a half against James Madison. Because, like, come on. That's just mean. (laughs) Like, be nice. Virginia plus six and a half. I like Virginia here. Um, there's a lot of factors here. They're having uh, – it's an orange out. Um, we've got – it's in Charlottesville. It's an orange out. Last night they kept the uh, the stadium lit orange, and they're using it as an opportunity. They're having like a service so, – not service, but like a ceremony before the game to honor uh, Lavelle Davis, Deshaun Perry, and Devin Chandler. Uh, so I think there's a lot of uh, off-the-field things that are going to be motivating Virginia to win a game today. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it's very possible that after, you know, celebrating those guys' lives that Virginia loses to JMU. But that would just make me very sad. I don't <laughs> want that. Because that's just, that's just sad, right? It's you just know? Like, it's that's sad. Just discouraging. Well, it's sad because JMU is – they're the, good. The best team in Virginia. Here's the thing, though. The they, state of Virginia. Here's the thing. A, they should be, like, they had quarterback problems last week and didn't look really great against Bucknell. Um, right now, I just checked Twitter. Tony Muskett's warming up. Um, so he's not out for the season, that's for sure. He's not out for the season, for sure. He's day-to-day. Uh, so it was like a game-time decision this week. So he may not play this week, and we may get Anthony Calandrea – uh, 5'11 freshman from Florida. But really, Virginia's defense should be able to kind of work JMU. Um, I'm hoping that the offensive line can hold up against a much inferior uh, defensive line in comparison to Tennessee, uh, where Musket can work a little bit. Um, so I like that. I think Virginia wins a tight game of like 27-24. Um Partially because I think that's going to happen, and partially because that's really what I want to happen because they they deserve a win here. I agree. They they do deserve a win. It's just and, and apart from the emotions of honoring the players that uh, tragically died last year, it's an in-state game where 
JMU is has it's felt like little brother is like better now than like big brother. It's like it's like than, than the big brothers in UVA and tech. Yeah. And so it's like as a big brother you're just annoyed at your little yeah. brother. It's like, and it's it, like I just wanna crush little brother in the face. It's like know? it's so, like you know when a dad plays their son in basketball, doesn't let him win. Uh-huh. Or lets him win. It's like the kid hit a growth spurt. He's like dunking. Um he's just destroying dad right now. Dad's like, how is this how you shouldn't son shouldn't be, you know, beating me one on one. Yeah. Like, shouldn't. I'm dad. Yeah. That's, that's what Virginia and Virginia Tech are right now, especially with Tony Elliott being in his second year. I think they're not Virginia's not recruiting well, especially they're not recruiting the state well. And so if you're wanting to recruit the state better, uh, you don't want to lose to James Madison in year two. Last year would have been different, but year two, you don't want to lose. No. That's your program. Plus, anyway. plus it hurts in recruiting, in-state recruiting. It hurts, um, obviously, in the loss column. It, yeah. it hurts the morale of your current team. It, that's a tough spot to be if. It just hurts your program. Like, they can recover, but, like, I think that that'll set them back even further in what seems to be a very shaky state of the program right now. So. No, I agree. Um, and we're all we're all Cavaliers today. So, um, real quick, shout out our other roommate, new roommate, Kendrick. Welcome. Thank you. Hey. Pleasure to be here. He also just rolled out of bed because uh, we procrastinated. We should have done this earlier this week. But to uh, to everyone's surprise, who's listening, Kendrick is white. When you heard his voice, <laughs> <laughs> you hear that name, you don't think that. But he is Kendrick Kendrick Davis, uh, who's also the name of a player at the University of Memphis. Um, oh, actually, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's He's right. a Kendrick Davis. That's so right. no, but the. Uh, uh, just wanted to give give him a shout out here. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with my fourth pick. I hate this pick because my heart says my heart doesn't want this, but my mind is like I have to take this. Notre Dame at NC State. Notre Dame minus seven. I'm riding Notre Dame there. I yeah. really want NC State to win, and I think NC State will be good, but. I think Notre Dame and Sam, and Sam Hartman, he's going back to ACC country there, as he will quite a bit this season. Um, but Notre Dame, I think, is just very good. Like, they, the missing piece was a quarterback, and they got that in Sam Hartman. Um, I think I think NC State will be competitive. Um, obviously, we love Brendan Armstrong, and we love Anai. Um and we were kind of haters of Devin Leary last year, um, which is I thought was valid. I think he's good, but I don't think he was great. Um, yeah. But I, I think this – if it was like Notre Dame minus 10, I think I'd take NC State in the spread here. Mm-hmm. Or like minus 13. Like two scores, but minus 7, I got to take Notre Dame there. Why well, I'm rooting for the Wolf Pack. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. Pulling for the Wolf Pack. I think it's a competitive game, but Notre Dame wins by like 10. I just think it says a lot more about this Notre Dame team. I think this is a really good one. 
um, especially because I think you have a difference maker at quarterback that they haven't had in a while in Sam Hartman. I mean, Ian Book was decent, but Sam Hartman is just a much better quarterback than he was. Um, so I think that makes it a difference like to where Notre Dame is going to be very much in it against Ohio State, you know, when they play, I think, either next week or soon. Um, so that's going to be a good game. But, um, yeah, especially I don't think – I think Brennan Armstrong and Robert and I, with the talented receivers that they had at Virginia a couple of years ago and everyone on the same page and clicking, I think there's more of a chance that they could upset Notre Dame in this spot. But I still think it's kind of uh, – it's kind of Armstrong and Anai trying to get everybody else on the same page. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's new for 10 guys on yeah. the field, but not for Brennan and not for the OC. Um, so I think it'll still take a little bit. I think they will show, like, make strides this season. Um, but Notre Dame also hasn't played, what, they've played Navy and they played, who did they play last week? Uh, some nobody. Yeah, I will confirm that real quick. They played Tennessee State. Yeah. yeah. So this is gonna be a real test. Na- Na- Navy. I love Navy, but they've been struggling these past few years. Um, yeah. And so this NC State team will be a first taste of a better competition. So. Yep. Um, okay. All right. Give us your. Give us your final pick. Okay. And then I'll do the same. Um, I will. Um, I'm going to go with hmm, Iowa minus four at Iowa State. Uh, we've got we've got Trump I like, pulling up. I like that pick. We've got all the Republicans pulling up to Iowa, that, Iowa State. It's the, the Cyhawk yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard people mentioning how can all these politicians uh, go to this game when there's big-time problems going on in the world that they need to fix, like Iowa's offense. Like, how can you go and not fix it? Um, I'm just messing around, but Iowa... I think Iowa's got a decent team this year. Like, I think their offense is a little better than it was. I think Iowa State, they're just in hell right now with just everyone on their team. Everyone on their team's probably gambling that Iowa... Like, we're picking Iowa, Iowa State. minus four. Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa State's probably also picking Iowa minus four. Oh, um, <laughs> I see. Uh, I, I just, Iowa State, like, I don't know. Uh, Matt Campbell, like, I just don't see it. Like, why he gets so, as much love as he does. I don't think they're very good. Uh, you know, I think they have not been as good since they've lost, like, David Montgomery from a few years ago. And then, like, a couple years ago, Brees Hall and Brock Purdy were good players. But I think those are like generational type guys for them that they're not going to see again. Um, I'm not high on their program. Um, I'm higher on Cade McNamara and this Iowa team. And I like Iowa to win something gross like 20 to 10. Yeah, so I'm doing that. Had to pick a favorite here. I had all four, <laughs> four dogs. You did have four dogs, but I, you, you had four dogs because you got that dog in you to pick sure. to pick them. So yeah, um, yeah. Like again, my heart is like, man, I want the Big Twelve to do well. I want Iowa State to win, but my brain is like, Iowa. I think will smoke them in the most Iowa way possible. They'll win seventeen to three. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
because Iowa has a good defense, and they always have. So, um, uh, there's a couple games I was thinking about. I think there's some noteworthy games. You got Cincinnati at Pitt, um, which is fun. UCF, Boise State. Um, those games, the spreads, one possession, one score. Um, Auburn, Cal. Oklahoma State, Arizona State. So some noteworthy games I thought I'd mention. Arizona, Mississippi State. Um, but I have to go with my gut here. This is my hatred game because I hate both of these teams. Nothing. I hate both of these teams this year, and I did last year too, mm-hmm. because I do not think they're good. A&M at Miami. A&M's favored by three. I'm going to take Miami in this one. I'm taking Miami plus three. Uh, it's Who do I think is more overrated? Is it Texas A&M or Miami? Um, and I can't pick both. Um, if if this game was in College Station, Texas, maybe I'd pick A&M. But it's in Miami. I think that might. Fold 10 of their fans. Yeah, that might make a difference. <laughs> the travel, the time zones. <laughs> I'm thinking the altitude, the altitude change going from, from Texas to, to Florida will just be killer for these guys. I actually think <laughs> I think Miami's negative sea level. I think they play underwater essentially. Um, that's that's big if true. Big, that'd be huge if true. Um, but I'm taking experience in this one. Um, I don't think Tyler Van Dyke is as good as people think. But I do think he's he's has potential. They looks good against a very inferior opponent in Miami, Ohio. Um, I was sad that the battle of the Miamis and the quarterback that said we'll prove who the real Miami is didn't prove. They proved who the real Miami. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I hate to say it, but they looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But honestly, so so did A and M last week um, against uh, again inferior opponent in New Mexico. Shout out Kendrick, who's from New Mexico. Um, yeah. uh, he's I know he's a diehard Lobo, so <laughs> he's shaking Came his head. With no one else. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one else is. But um, his sister actually just started um, at, at Texas Tech, so there we go. that's. I, I think I would also go to Texas Tech, too, if I lived in New Mexico. So, um, anyway, but I'm going to take Miami plus three here. Um, cool. I think I I have – I would go more Texas A&M direction, minus three. Um, but uh, what I will say is these teams were awful last year, right? It's like battle of the mid. Um, I think – I think these teams are – I don't think they're great this year, but I think they're, like, substantially better. Um, but I like Texas A&M because I think – I mean, they both have high levels of talent, uh, but I do like the fact that uh, Texas A&M has a new offensive coordinator, so Jimbo Fisher is not calling plays anymore. I think that helps with Connor, uh, with Connor uh, Wegman. Um, let me find – why do I know Texas A&M's – it's Bobby Petrino. You know the guy who's the coach of Louisville. Yeah, got in a bike accident with like, with like a, with some like model, and then he had to wear that dumb like neck brace thing (laughs) in the press conference. A true legend of the game, Bobby Petrino. Um, I think he can as a head coach. eh, 
But he, I think he can call plays and, and do a good job. So I like Texas A&M to win by maybe a touchdown. But I think I can see this going either way, and I think it'll be a good game. So oh. it's a good week of picks right there. Yeah, no, there's actually a pretty solid slate yeah, this week. Really, it's a great slate. Great slate. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, we'll end the show here. Ben's got to get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to visit our boy Carter. Shout out Carter Cast. Yeah. Um, give them a listen uh, on – I believe every platform or most platforms, Carter Cast with a K. On uh, platforms. Huh? You can listen to him on platforms. On platforms. They're just on platforms. They're on some platforms. There, there's some platforms available. But he's going to have a football weekend with him. Uh, we'll reconvene next week for week three picks. Mm-hmm. And love you guys. Stay safe. Enjoy college football today. <laughs> um, yes. And we'll see you next time. This has been BAT Talk College Sports. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be listening. Thanks again, and until next time.